time now, of course, to talk about the Royals and to go right over to the former Royal editor of The Sun. That's Charlie Ray. Hi, Charlie. Oh, Kevin. I was just, I was just uh, thinking about, you know, the choice between Tory and Labour. Do you want to shoot yourself or do you want to stab yourself? I, I know, it's very, very difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Which, which of these two is the uh, most <laughs> catastrophic? Um, now, listen, uh, before we get to uh, the various royal stories of the day, I think we have to talk about the New York car chase. Oh. Uh, which, you know, what's interesting yeah. about it? I don't, I, you know, I wasn't there. You weren't there. We don't know what actually happened. What we do know is that after Meghan received this award for her incredible humanitarian female campaigning or whatever the hell it was this time, uh, that to Harry and Meghan say they experienced a terrifying uh, more than two-hour car chase through the streets of Manhattan uh, that was, according to them, and I quote, near catastrophic. Now, ever since then, everyone else involved in this, the police, a taxi driver who picked them up for a while, uh, the mayor of New York, has challenged this. Mm. Uh, the mayor said it couldn't have been two hours, ten minutes maximum. The police said, well... Near catastrophic, not really. Uh, you know, a bit chaotic, perhaps. Paparazzi chasing, nothing too bad. The taxi driver said, well, it certainly wasn't high speed. It was very low speed. No drama whatsoever. So, once again, it seems to me that what we have here is a story of Harry and Meghan's truth as opposed to the truth. Yeah, and Kevin, this couple are now officially... The, the biggest laughing stock of the world. Uh, I mean, there is no doubt about it. What they have said ever since they moved to Montecito, the, 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 their truth, I nearly said lies, but their truth <laughs> um, that keeps coming out is always apparently wrong. Now, you and I have both been to New York on, on many, many occasions, and there is no way you can have a high-speed car chase in New York unless... There is room set apart for someone making a film. Yeah. It's that simple. The average, the average speed in New York is four point seven miles an hour. It's, yeah. it's that. That's it's if that. you're. That's if you're lucky. And that's, <laughs> and that's if you're lucky. Absolutely. And that's if you're lucky. And you see, when you look at what actually happened, and you just mentioned a, a whole host of people, the the, the mayor, uh, the the cops, uh, and you, you 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 saw that they got into their SUVs when they left this engagement, um, and then they drove, and and behind them was an NYPD car, right? So there was never police were always there. Now what seems to have happened is that paparazzi, and I suspect on motorbikes and scooters rather than rather than cars. I'm not suggesting there wasn't any cars, but there there, there were cars. They followed them and they drive to the 19th precinct, whereupon the, the bodyguard gets out and hails down a taxi. Now, old Sonny Singh thinks, hello, this is this is my, made my night, thank you very much. He's then told to drive. They decide for whatever reason to drive back to the police station again and they sit there and then they get another vehicle to go to the place where they're staying, which ironically, Kevin, is two blocks away from the 19th Precinct police station. And you just think, well, I, and they're, they're not followed at all, apart from escorted by two NYPD cars. They're not, there's no chase. The chase is long gone, long over. 
and you have to wonder why the security people decided to get them, let them get out of their blacked-out SUV to hail a taxi driver down. Old Sonny Singh must be thinking, well, you know what, this is, he's now become the most famous taxi driver in New York, if not the world. He gets a $50 pay payment for a $17 uh, ride. It's, and and you, it's incredible that they come out with this. And let's not forget that the people who decided to let the world know about this near-catastrophic car chase mm. was guess who? It was the Monty Caesar Muppets themselves. They actually <laughs> issued a statement out before anyone else had a chance to even say anything. It is absolutely ridiculous. They've made yeah. a laughingstock of themselves. Look, no-one is condoning uh, no. the activities of the paparazzi when they do these kind of pursuits, uh, but they are sadly a sort of fact of life in the showbiz celebrity world. So no-one's condoning that, and it must be particularly, in fairness, traumatic for someone like Harry because he thinks back to his mother, Princess Diana, yeah. who was hounded by the paps uh, to a very uh, unreasonable extent. However, remember, remember, always, Harry and William never seemed to quite take this on board. It wasn't the paparazzi who killed no. their mum. It was no. the drunken driver, driver. Henri yeah. Paul, who was off his head on a, a series of extremely strong bottles of cognac. So that's what killed the mother. Now, but the point is, my point is with this, if you look at all the other stories about this New York car chase, they're different from what Harry and Meghan say. They say yes. near catastrophic. Do you know what that is, Charlie? That's like saying it nearly rained. It, it, that and, means and, it didn't rain. And, and near catastrophic is, means it wasn't catastrophic. These people exaggerate their stories, don't they? Yeah, they do. And, and the, the point of all this is it suits Harry's mantra about the nasty paparazzi, the nasty... I, I like you, I don't think it's right that the, the paparazzi were following them, especially as, to be fair to the couple, they'd actually performed, arriving at the venue for the for the event. Yeah. Um, the they, pictures were taken, pictures were taken as they left. Those are the pictures that would, would sail into any magazine or any newspaper. There isn't anybody in this country that would pay a penny for a picture from the, uh, well, of them sitting in the uh, NYC... Uh, taxi cab. Not at all. Not given what you've already got. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. Um, and so, so I ju it just seems to me, again, I'm not saying this is definitely the case. I'm just saying I've listened to all the stories. Yeah. Uh, there are two, there's this central story, the near catastrophic one from Harry and Meghan. Everyone else involved, not the same story. Not dramatic, no. not uh, not near catastrophic, low speed, uh, couldn't have lasted two hours, ten minutes max. All the other stories, the police, uh, is, not, not, no, not near catastrophic, just a bit chaotic for a little while. There is, there, is, there is no doubt, Kevin, that they drove around New York City for over an hour. And you have to wonder why they drove around for over an hour to allow the paparazzi to get that close to them. Where were the other two vehicles that had that they came, they had a convoy when they arrived? There was three blacked out SUVs. They were in one and there was two others. Where were the other two? Now, anybody who knows anything about security knows that they would block off anybody that was falling. They also had the NYPD there. You know, yeah. I'm, you know I'm not criticising the NYPD because they did their job.
Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, their their complete version of events on anything has got to be taken with a pinch of salt, and you have to check everything that they say uh, with everyone. And we, as you quite rightly said, there is Harry and Meghan saying one thing, and then everybody else is saying, you know, something else. You know, very close to what we think is the truth. Yeah, I, I mean, it just looks like these two are starring in their own melodrama. They've created yeah. the melodrama, and now they're playing the central roles. And it just seems that they exaggerated this. This is hyperbolic, a massive uh, sure. sort of uh, flowery version of what really happened uh, to sort of prove that uh, they're, they're huge celebrities and they face all these terrible privacy problems. I mean, you could say, cynically, Charlie, that uh, this New York car chase uh, was pretty handy for someone who's currently suing the Home Office, oh, yeah. saying that when he comes to Britain, he needs full police protection. You as could I say see, it was a bit convenient, couldn't you? As I say, it fits, into his, it fits into his mantra. And look what he's now doing. He's actually said to one of the news one of the paparazzi agencies, is demanding that they hand over the pictures. Demanding, not asking. Demanding they hand over. And guess what they've told him? I know it's fantastic. On your, on your, on your bike. We haven't listened to our royal since George the Third. We kicked him out. So we're not listening to you now. Yeah, he they, they actually said uh, in case you not, didn't notice, Prince Harry, uh, about <laughs> a few hundred years ago, we fought a war in order not to have to do what members of the British royal family told us. And therefore, yeah. your demand that we hand over our property, those pictures, uh, yeah. is hereby refused. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a bit of a cloth-eared person, isn't he? Not sure, quite realising. You can't go over to America and say, I, His Royal Highness Prince Harry, demands that you give me those photos now. I mean, yeah. talk about not quite reading the room. As uh, as Princess Anne always was fond of saying, they actually told him to naff off, quite simply. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, let's come back uh, nearer to home now. This oh, yeah. uh, ongoing psychodrama of the royal property situation that uh, Prince Andrew, who lives in Royal Lodge, big 20-room mansion, uh, basically seems to be on the edge of moving out of there because King Charles is not going to give him his 250 grand a year allowance anymore and therefore he won't be able to afford the upkeep of this big grand palace. So there is a suggestion that he's been asked to move to the not-quite-so-large Frogmore cottage that uh, uh, <laughs> Harry and Meghan used to inhabit. Uh, but that now we learn that uh, Andrew is just sticking his heels in and saying no, he's not going to move. So uh, there's a big standoff going on here. I think Andrew is playing a not so clever game here. <laughs> Characteristically, he's getting, <laughs> he's, just, he's getting his friends to brief that the king cannot uh, kick him out of of, of royal lodge, uh, and so we've now got the unedifying situation of. Uh, Andrew, a disgraced royal already, becoming a royal squatter. And they've even gone to the ludicrous brief of suggesting that the king will somehow cut off the electricity and the water to, to Royal Lodge. I mean, it's ludicrous. Um, and I suspect the king will eventually win. Andrew will have to go out of there. Because even though he's signed a lease for a million pounds for 75 years, but it's a royal property. 
So the king wants him out of there. It's earmarked for uh, William and Catherine. There is nothing wrong with um, Frogmore Cottage. We've now got uh, Harry out of there because, I mean, he's living in America, so there's, it's, it's, in effect, it's empty. But it's big enough for Andrew. And let's not forget that his his money, his £250,000, has been cut now. Andrew's money's been cut now. And out of that, he's got to pay for any renovations and other bills that happen with yeah. Royal Lodge. Yeah. Um, he can't afford it. It's just, it's that simple. So he's going to have to move one day. He can throw his toys out the pram all he wants and, you know, bang his fists against the door, whatever else. The king will eventually win. Um, it, it, the only thing that's going to change is it, it was originally d destined to be done by September and everybody believes that September be t it's not going to be enough time to get him out in, in, by September but you know he'll he'll have to go, eventually we'll have to go There's something slightly grotesque about you know, but I know Fer Fergie uh, lives there a bit as well yeah. but basically you're talking about one man demanding a mansion with 20 bedrooms you know yeah and he doesn't do anything yeah. and he doesn't do nothing he, he doesn't he sits on a sofa most of the time from what we hear yeah and well, he occasionally gets out and goes out goes out riding apparently over the, over the weekend he's been out riding with his brother prince edward so the picture we're getting of prince andrew is still a man uh, who who's uh living in denial he's deluded yes. about the, 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 how far it's, he's fallen he's in disgrace and he's not coming back but he still thinks he can doesn't he 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 believes he's got some sort of status in in this royal world and he hasn't and of course windsor lodge if you like the status this the status of windsor lodge is a little bit better than um than um, than than, than Oh hello! I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, hello. Well, that's that's good. What's that? <laughs> oh, Shannon, I don't know what. I don't know how. I don't know how I managed to get Dale. Is that Shannon your up. impression of that the Dale Shannon classic? Uh, sorry, the I, Runaway, I, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. Sorry about that. That's all right. It's not your fault. I don't know where that came from, Charlie. But uh, uh, we got it all in though, and uh, as always, a real pleasure to talk to you. Thank sorry. you very much. It's all right, Charlie. We'll, uh, we'll call it a day. That was uh, Charlie Ray, the former royal editor of The Sun, uh, with a quick version that wasn't him, but someone was doing The Runaway by Del Shannon at the end there, but I don't know where that came from. Uh, but we got the gist of what we want to say. What do you think about that uh, New York car chase? Was it all that uh, Harry and Meghan seemed to be cracking it up to be? Was it really near catastrophic? No one was hurt. No one was hit. No cars crashed. Uh, the New York mayor said it couldn't have lasted more than 10 minutes. The NYPD said it was just a bit chaotic, no more than that. The taxi driver said we were going at a very low speed. How could you have a near-catastrophic, low-speed car chase? Uh, what do you think? Uh, are Harry and Meghan gilding the lily? Are they exaggerating a bit here? Looks like it, doesn't it? Everybody else has a different version of events to them. It's their truth again, isn't it? Harry and Meghan's truth, as opposed to the truth.